Mayor Pete went on Fox News yesterday, special report, Brett Baer. I guess not Mayor Pete anymore, Secretary Pete. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg. Um, so the clip that went viral was, so Bear, Bear brings up the hypocrisy of, you know, how are you and the president going to this White House correspondence dinner on Saturday in a ballroom without masks? And I guess, I guess now, I guess it's been announced this morning that Biden won't show up for the eating portion to reduce risk. Okay, whatever. He's probably napping. Doesn't matter. But they're going to go to this, you know, this the White House correspondence dinner, which is just a uh, Washington elite cold chicken dinner, and and they all get together and and clap each other and pat each other on the back for all the wonderful things that they think that they that they're doing to you. But they're going to this dinner, and Brett Bear brings up the hypocrisies. And now, wait a minute. Why is it that you're suing to reinstate CDC's authority to mandate masks? Um, and then while going into a ballroom without masks. And so the clip that's going viral is, is well, here, we'll play this super quick. House Correspondents' Dinner. The president's going to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. You're not mandated to wear a mask there. But the administration at the same time is fighting a lawsuit to mandate people on planes, trains, and automobiles, or trains and buses to wear masks. So, like, if you're sitting at home, there's a disconnect here. Well, I think uh, most of us understand the difference between a hotel ballroom and an airplane. And, uh, again, a lot of this is... Most of us understand the difference between a hotel ballroom and an airplane. Well, first off, airplanes have some of the best air filtration systems in the country. Uh, most, most any normal person knows that. Uh, secondly, um, there has not been a rash of COVID infection on any plane since this whole thing began. I can't think of a one. And if there had been one, it would have been a nightly news story for weeks on end that a bunch of passengers contracted COVID coming off of a plane. So uh, I, 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 don't, I can't think of a one of any flight that's been, that's been flown since COVID began that resulted in a rash of COVID, COVID infections. So I, but I can think of plenty of like parties and events. I mean, remember when? Remember when the press got all on top of the president's supreme? I think it was the announcement of Amy Coney Barrett out in the Rose Garden, and about I don't know, like a dozen people contracted COVID that day. That was outside. In theory, the best filtration system you could create <laughs> was outside. And, of course, you know, there was a probably a little pre-party inside, but still. You know, about 12 people contracted, and they would never stop. Right? There, were, there were seating charts of who was sitting where next to the, you know, who was infected, who contracted it, who didn't. They had number, you know, numbers for every person that was sitting there. That whole, you know, naming chart. For days on end, this went on. 
about how the White House had, host, had hosted a super spreader on COVID. I have no idea what he's talking about. I have no idea what Secretary Pete is talking about. Most people understand the difference between a ballroom and an airplane. What? Why is a ballroom safer than an airplane? I, I, I suppose that's what he's insinuating. I, I don't know. I don't know why that would be. Maybe if I could help him out, because I'm a nice guy. I'm charitable like that. Maybe if I can help, maybe he meant to say that, well, since everyone would get sort of tested before entering a ballroom, you would know. Maybe. But he doesn't say that. I'm sort of just gifting him, him that one. Um, but even then, that's been proven to be not foolproof in any real, stre- any real stretch. You know, the testing before you enter into a building, which is what the White House did when they did the Amy Coney Barrett event. Tested everybody, and it still became a spreader. So that's just the nature of this virus. But he kind of makes a fool fool out of himself with that comment that, you know, the barrooms and um, airplanes, everyone understands the difference. But what what got my attention was the back half of that clip. And I'll play, play, the, play the clip again, but this gets into kind of why they're suing. And it's all about control. It's all about using an agency, not an executive branch, okay, which is constitutionally questionable in its own right. Not Congress, because they can't get anything passed there in Congress is sort of abdicated its constitutional responsibility as a co-equal branch anyway. So why go through them? Why go through Congress? Why go through, why take on the burden of doing it via executive order? It would just be a lot easier if the agency, an unelected bureaucratic agency could do it. So this is what they've stumbled on. So Pete goes on to explain the, the lawsuit. It's on you as an individual, as a shopper, as a traveler. I got example, it, but I mean, just when I introduced you, I was talking about the Justice Department appealing that ruling to keep the mask mandate for public transportation right up your alley. Yeah. I mean, it, don't you think voters will look at that and hold the Biden administration or Democrats uh, kind of responsible for something that they really don't want? Well, the main consideration there isn't the politics of it. It's making sure there's clarity on the public health authority that the CDC has. Making sure there's clarity on the public health authority that the CDC has. In other words, they want to be able to use the CDC to mandate masks. But if they can mandate masks, they can mandate needles. Uh, And if they can mandate needles, they could potentially mandate what doctors you, you, you use. Remember that one? You can keep your doctor, but if CDC has the authority, to quote Cartman from South Park, if CDC has public, this is why they're suing to get this thing, uh, this judge out out of Florida's decision reversed. Because they want CDC to have the authority to mandate things. 
It's not just masks, folks. You guys are smart enough to realize that. It's not just masks. It's not just, you know, quote, unquote, the vaccines. It's not just that. Could be anything now. I mean, it's kind of what they're really kind of hoping for. It's like, oh, well, if we can get a judge to side with us, the CDC has the authority, then what? You think they're just going to stop there? You think they're just going to stop on on mass, on, on planes and public transit? No, 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 no. Come on. They're more aggressive than that. It's much more aggressive. They're going to they're gonna go for the jugular. They're going to see how far they can stretch it. This is why this judge's decision out of Florida was so vital. This is why I don't have any, any respect for a, much of Congress. I mean, I think I saw a tweet from John Cornyn. Like, oh, so great to... But to be on a plane without a mask and you know, thank God the country chose freedom over tyranny or some some such silliness. Okay, John, you did nothing. You did nothing. The, the, the judge basically did this herself. The, the United States Senate, particularly Republicans, aside from a few that tried, Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, you know, when they had those those votes to stop federal enforcement of of the vaccine on 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 public employees, of course, four Republicans didn't uh, fail to show up for that, and they lost. Um, outside of those couple of efforts, Republicans in Congress did nothing. They they funded all this stuff. With your money, John Cornyn's out there saying, "Oh, I, you know, yay for freedom." Okay, dude, you never did anything. But back to Buttigieg. I mean, occasionally the truth serum comes out with these guys, and he, they're basically looking to find a way to give agencies, them, Secretary Pete, the power. Over over your health, over what you wear, i.e., you know, can you you know, should you put a mask on? And maybe that might extend to what you need to put into your arm. It's uh, it's it's a <laughs> to suggest that it's a rich, you know, heavy constitutional question is an understatement. It's kind of the the whole ball of wax. I mean, it's that serious. Can an agency really dictate behavior? I mean, it's not just you know healthcare vis-a-vis commerce department and 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 what Obamacare did, which is basically you know forcing commerce. Isn't this isn't just which, which is kind of what they accomplished, but through the commerce department. This is CDC deciding what's good for the collective public health. Even if they're not going to use it, right? If, even if they determine, whether they're talking about trains, planes, buses, that the mandate's no longer needed. And as you recall, it was actually set to expire within a few days of right now anyway. I know, but just let me, sit, if you're sitting at home, you just told me you're going to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And he goes on to talk about the dinner, but, but 
the the preface to that is the most important. You know, even if uh, even if we decide not to use it, we just want the authority to declare it. That's that is some hubris. That is that is some hubris. So they're going to try to go for it. Secretary Pete's basically telling you why he wants that authority within an agency, and then the the political dynamics are such that does Congress have the gumption, the guts? Are you willing to elect a Congress? Are you willing to work to elect a Congress that's going to reassert its authority over runaway government agencies? That, the, the, those are some of the big macro questions ahead of us for 2022 and beyond. And, and you know, going into 2024, I'm interested in some candidates who are who are who, particularly at the presidential level, who say, "Yeah, I'm going to bring bring on my cabinet. I want them have a have a have a clear purpose of essentially firing themselves after a year, getting rid of their agency's authorities." Bringing this, bringing those authorities back into the hands of your representatives, and of course the representatives have to want it. They've got to want to reestablish their co-equal branch of government as a, as a co-equal branch, establish themselves as a co-equal branch. They have to. They've got to want it. I mean, how much how much uh, fundraising material and emails and pitches have you heard from? And somebody who's wanting to like run for Congress is like, I'm going to go into Washington and 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 check the runaway EPA. Okay, so they don't really want to; they just want to fundraising fundraise off of wanting to. So that's got to get done, right? That the, the Congress has to reestablish itself; it's got to want it. Um. But the Buttigieg clip is really illustrative of, of really where their heads are at, where the left where the left's heads are at. Why go through Congress? Why even why even have a, a, a an executive branch go through the motions and, and 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 catch all this flack? Let's just do it through agencies. Um, it'd be interesting to see where where the lawsuit lands. <laughs> 